Without further ado, we bike. The Big 100, episode 100. I'm just, I'm just setting the energy right now. Rest in peace, Big Pun. Episode 100, I am Dennis, your host. This is the No Static Podcast. You also know me as Outcha Clone, whatever you want to call me. But just know that we bike. Feels good to be back. Feels weird because all of this stuff going on, man, just it's been hard to get everybody in the same room. Well, I mean, it, not, not to say that it has been hard, but it's just been kind of like, it's not the most, I guess you could say, it's one of those things where you can just never be too careful. And I kind of really got to see, like, we have been trying to, like, you know, do things like Anchor, and we've been trying to do, like, Zoom, and I remember we did record for a little bit via Zoom. I probably dropped that as, like, a, I probably dropped that as, like, just, like, a bonus something later on in the week. I might do that, or before, depending on um how soon you get this podcast, get this episode, but it's just been weird, man. Like, just the energy has been, the energy has shifted <laughs> the energy shifted so so far off that it's just been like i don't know but feels good to be here episode 100 two years later two years and two to three months later i just remember starting this whole thing like two years ago and just you know it was just one of those things that i just wanted to do and i'm pretty sure i've told this story before many a times but if you knew then this all came from just like me and a group of friends who all worked together at the same job and just decided you know hey let's let's work let's do this thing and you know i'm grateful for every single person that's ever contributed to being a part of this even when we were doing video when we were on youtube and things like that so you know like this is a hundred hopefully we can do a hundred more you know because you know this has been one of the most one of the most fun things i look forward to every week and it kind of felt weird not doing it for a while and it's just like now i've been trying to like figure out ways because it's been it's been episode it's been well not necessarily episodes but it's been trials that we've had And I feel, and sometimes I don't feel complete with them. Like, that's just me. I'm just a, me as a perfectionist, I guess you could say. I just don't, I can always tell when I just don't feel like something is up to par. So I always just try to strive for trying to make it that, you know. And I just, like, when we did record on Zoom, I personally was just like, okay, I don't think that this is how, you know, episode 100 should go like we had people that had to you know leave early on miles and we had like everything was kind of just i don't know it just it just didn't it didn't really feel like a like episode 100 so i figured why not let it start with me you know like everybody everybody i'm getting on the phone soon um definitely gonna you know try to get in contact with some people who has who have been a part of this thing since the beginning like even if they haven't been a part of it in a while or just like you know because life changes and like i just remember the first episode with where it was myself it was it was cool who's still around um 
DD the GOAT. Shout out to him doing this thing on YouTube. And he's definitely like he he got the foot he got his foot on their necks out there, man. Like that that's that's one thing I gotta shout him out. So subscribe to him on YouTube, you know, check all that out. And um I just remember having a conversation with him when we both were talking about like doing YouTube and I kinda did the I kinda did YouTube for a little bit with the gaming thing and it kinda just like like once I got to this the podcast, it was just like it was a different it was a different feeling for me. And I'm grateful that that feeling has got us to 100 episodes. Um, shout out to also shout out to Jordan who this wouldn't have been a thing if he didn't you know if him and Sebastian didn't like let us you know record at their place every week. Um, Jordan is doing his thing now, man. He's he's the busiest man alive now. Shout out to Sebastian. I haven't I haven't heard from Sebastian in a minute, but I'll probably call and chop it up with try to chop it up with him as well. JQ, who's also another person who's like contributed greatly, just I feel like I'm missing somebody. Um AJ, who's been a part of a few episodes, and just everybody that you know, like even showed up for like just one episode. Like the time me and the time me and some other friends when we did our little um Bonnaroo special, just like um just had different guests, like you know, we had Danielle, um if y'all remember um back from the youtube days just all like it's a lot of people so i mean i probably won't call them all because i like this i don't want this to turn into a telethon but man i'm just i'm just grateful like and i'm grateful for where we are now that we have a starting five because we have myself we have we have coop who who has been phenomenal in all this we have lq who's also been phenomenal and all all of this and he's definitely um responsible for you know like just sharing the helping be a part of sharing the platform where everybody else wasn't really doing that like that so he he definitely you know got us some made us some real connections like the bro listen podcast um shout out to them as well um um he represented for us with um with the enigma sub hour podcast which is great him and trap zeus they smoked that um and just you know i'm looking forward to hopefully you know i can hopefully we find the time to you know chop it up with Sep because that that was dope i'm definitely looking forward to that and being that he does do the music thing like i probably you know chop i do want to chop it up with him over some music and like kind of you know let him hear some stuff that i've been working on but but yeah, other than that, man. Um, also, can't forget, can't forget Trap Zoo. Speaking of, um, you know, he he was a great addition to the podcast. You know, because it's just <laughs> it's it's been a great thing. It's been it's been a great thing that all of us have come together. Sometimes some of us can go on on tangents, and <laughs> it has become this big thing of oh wait, I gotta kind of like. I kind of got to chop and edit this because I don't want it to be a thing where like we're talking too much of talking too much about one thing because that has happened before. And I kind of, you know, learn from that, learn from the mistake when that happens. So, you know, I'm just grateful for all the people that have always given feedback. I love, love, love hearing about your favorite moments on this podcast, even as you listen, just like, you know. Like ah, Coop said that, or ah, Miles said that. Like I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that feedback. Like I enjoy even with the, even with the things that we kind that kind of get said that you know, aren't exactly like things that we have to clean up. 
like even that like i just enjoy the engagement the interaction i kind of just missed that for a while like we just in the house and it's like you know i feel like well i can't really say i haven't done much because i have you know i did i did finally um find a therapist to get back into remote therapy after two years and um so that's been going great um other than that really just been working from home just kind of bringing kind of getting back into my more creative side tapping into that so i may have some more i'll probably have some more information on that sooner than you think but other than that i just been you know cool and right now i'm just right now i'm just sipping on riesling just chilling um but this isn't how i had in mind we would do episode 100 but it's kind of like it's kind of like who really knows how long this is gonna take or how long you know until like things kind of just start to be considered what we consider normal in a sense and everybody has their different definition of normal so i mean i won't like say there is the norm but just the fact of us just being able to operate in society as civilians and kind of like when it gets to a point where it's like you know all of this stuff is just everything with all the news that we hear with covid and like the the two good news articles that we get and the five bad news articles that we get and then the talk of like murder hornets coming to pull up to the states and stuff like that it's just like like ooh, like who, who knows like what society is gonna be after this but I mean, in the meantime, all we can do is just, you know, hope for the best. Um, if you do, if you do pray, that's definitely one of those things. I mean, I do. So it's, def- it's definitely just one of those things you just want the best out of. But um, that was enough of my rambling. I mean, I'll probably save the light rate review share worship for when we, when we get LQ on the phone. Just because that's his thing. Oh, by the way, can't forget about Miles or Jordan. <laughs> Because he's definitely been a great staple in this as well. And I feel like all, all of our personalities just come together so greatly. Um, I can't forget to shout out Grossly Overqualified, Lori and Deja, who also have their podcast. And just, you know, getting, just getting it all together and kind of making it be what it is today. You know, they have a great platform. We have a great platform. Um, sometimes we say things that they may not agree with. Sometimes they say things that we may not agree with. Um, and hopefully one day we can resolve the beef between LQ and Lori. <laughs> but I mean, as far as that goes, man, I'm just, just grateful. Just grateful all together. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and take a little break, get some calls going and just get just get people going like people on throughout you know and just see like kind of where it goes it's kind of a weird time right now because it's like i hope everybody i hope everybody don't doesn't go to bed at nine <laughs> but i mean shoot hey we'll, we'll see we'll see going on all right so right now i'm recording and i just did the i just did the intro kind of like you know did the little the little yamis and whatnot 
But happy 100, episode 100. I hate it had to be done like this, but I did kind of want to make it as special as I could, you know, considering the circumstances. But I was kind of just like, I was kind of just like telling everybody just, you know, like how it all started, how everybody like came, became a part of it and everything like that. But yeah, man, is anything you want to chime in about? Uh, uh, going off the darkest, we're on the phone, I can take these headphones off. Uh, um, episode 100 is crazy for me because, um, a little background story. Uh, Coop and I actually tried to start a podcast some years ago um, before the podcast game got crazy. And we could just never get the right equipment, um, get down on the right time and everything. And then to turn around, you know, like I said, like I said with you, like when y'all asked me to, you know, guest host that one time, I thought it was just a one-time thing. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I know how it is between me and Coop. Any conversation we have can go like a myriad of ways. But um, <clears throat> then y'all kept calling me back, I guess, because the conversation was in- interesting, especially when you know me and Coop start ban- um, banter, and then to become a part of it. You know what I'm saying, like. It's a dope experience, and and I do hope that we uh that we all get uh, what we want out of it. Um, but you know, episode one hundred, you know, I do wish um uh, we was all in front of each other to to do the celebrations and all that good shit. You know. Yeah, same. Like all I'm doing is it's just me in the living room just sipping on riesling right now. Like straight up, I wish this would have been an experience to where we had kind of everybody, but kind of just we were working on on something to try to like get everybody in the same room eventually. Because it's like you know, even to even like in our state, things have kind of like kind of loosened up a little bit. Man, listen, I don't want to talk about our state because <laughs> these white folks are trying to kill us. <laughs> and 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 I can go down that rabbit hole, but I, I really don't want to because. To make a long story short, I don't know when we're going to start calling it murder, but that's what this is. It what this is, what they're doing, for the sake of, of, of an economy of a system that we are proving doesn't work and has a shitload of flaws. Just in our state alone, the fact that forty percent of people who apply for unemployed were denied, even when they were eligible, says so much about what we as a society need to do to fix this shit. You know, um, me personally, I was excited to uh, talk to you guys about the Jordan doc. <laughs> but I guess the, uh, when we all get together on that shit, uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll make that like a, a universal thing. But yeah, I know I'm not stepping out in any, you know, I'm not stepping out into any of y'all means no time soon. Like I just seen like a, a spot. I probably won't name names, but they they bought the. They said that they probably gonna have like a max of sixty people with a DJ and serving food. They closed the dance floor off, but like they just said like it's gonna be from like eight to midnight. So right. people are really like doing their best to try to like get get some stuff going. It's like 
and and I and I applaud these businesses for trying to be like, okay, this model that we've carried for so long that we've been successful, we have to tweak it. Because again, whatever you thought was normal prior to this situation, you're gonna find out it was not normal. Like sixty percent of Americans have discovered they can do their job from home. And they are very comfortable with after the pandemic is over, after they flatten the curve, uh, after whatever vaccine that I know I'm not taking um, comes out. Those same people have already, after poll, poll after poll after poll, have said, hey, if we continue to work from home, we will. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We're, from, we're, from, we're figuring out that, hey, if your kid needs to stay home, you can your kid can do his school his or her schoolwork from home if if that need if need be exactly. you know um we have figured out that hey we have to fix our economic status because you wouldn't have had to pass several bills in the amount of two trillion two trillion one point five trillion if you had people who had enough money. If some shit happened, it wouldn't have bothered them. And you and we discovered seventy percent of Americans did not have those monies. Right. So, I mean, personally, I don't know if I've said this to you, me and me and Coop, me and Trap Zeus, in our personal conversations we've had with each other. I've already said the way we were living is not normal. I'm one of those people that in the month and a half that I have not been able to work, I have rediscovered that, hey, I don't need to be at my job. Yeah, I remember us having a conversation and we were just <laughs> talking about like how um, we were just talking about like how using the t- how using the term outside wouldn't be like the proper thing and just how we kind of like, you know, go on about our everyday lives is really like. I get not there is no the there there is no specific normal that is the normal like everybody kind of just you know like goes and kind of just does things like in their own way in a sense right so that's kind of like what that's kind of like what I was thinking like even when it comes to me like I'm not like once this does you know kind of ease up like I like one thing that I saw that was that I that I'm kind of interested in seeing how it plays out is just the fact that like the NFL says they're gonna um drop the um the upcoming season schedule this Thursday. So I am while I am interested in kind of seeing how things go, you know, whether they do decide to have something with a crowd, without a crowd, like I just know I'm not on a rush to like step out in any mixes or anything. Like I've been right. I've become content with what things have been and it took it took me some time to come around to it because it's like you know like trying to you know and i was having and i remember just having this conversation having a conversation with my therapist about it it's just like you know like ultimately you kind of you kind of get used to things after you kind of get used i noticed that i was kind of getting used to it after a while like my time being inside like it got me back interested in things that I wasn't really doing like that when I was when I did have the ability you know to just go and do whatever like I kind of neglected the hobbies that I kind of enjoyed like you know like 
like video games I didn't really do as much but I do more now like just being in a in a situation in a sense to where I can just create more so I kind of just been back in my creative space and it's helped out somewhat while I do miss what was it's kind of like I'm look I'm trying to look at the positives that I can if that makes sense right and, and, and that's what it looked like for me this whole thing has gotten me to realize what's more important you know having that time with my wife having that time with my kids you know what I'm saying getting like being able to have that time just to get me together right like stuff like I've neglected like I've I've gotten back to reading I've been scribbling down some notes about something that I potentially want to make into either a book or a comic like just the peace that I feel now and don't get me wrong I don't want to continue doing this shit because at some point I do I do miss the the whole hey you know going to work thing but it's done wonders for me and my family and right. the only thing I wish was that I can I can be in Jacksonville just to see how the interaction with my blood family would be if I was able to do this there. Right. You know, um, I am I am worried <clears throat> about this push to to uh, open the states. Um, especially when you know, again, we're in Florida, um, so Florida is a hot, hot spot uh, state, just like you know, a lot of states that have metro metropolitan uh, areas. You know, the Texases, uh, Georgia, California, New York, Chicago, Pennsylvania. But <clears throat> at the same time, I the thing that the thing that bothers me is like you know when you see the footage of the shit that happened in Michigan. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like They're like, hey, you're going to reopen the state. And don't get me wrong. As an American, it is your God-given right to do that. But I'm worried because if you're willing to do that, we're, we haven't... We just got into like day 70 of the pandemic. Now imagine if this was day seventy of the quarantine. Yeah, it'll be nuts. Like, and kind of piggybacking off of what you said about the um about everything that was going on with everybody just just being like having these like rallies and just being upset about not being able to about the current situation. It's just like with that it gets worse before it gets better just because you saw like one of the leader or the leader of one of the rallies or whatever ended up actually catching the virus right it is just it is just like well shit i mean if this does you know really like surge up like <laughs> it's only a matter of time before we end up right back where we started at right and, and don't get me wrong there's a piece of me that says if they want to act the ass fucker if they die let them die because you knew the risk, but being able to live your normal life was more important than the health of you, your family, your community. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I, like I told people, I have a problem with the with the idea 
with the potential idea that my two choices was go back to work and potentially kill my children and my mother-in-law or not go to work and not have the resources to provide for my children and my, you, you know, my family. So I'm essentially killing them slower. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird, it's just a weird time altogether. Like, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Right. Which sucks so, that it's like that, but. Exactly. So I was like, and, and I, and I get it. Like I'm, I'm a parent. So the lens that I look at it is, is on a bigger scale versus somebody like you. You don't have uh, kids as of yet or that you know of. Um, so you're like, okay, well, how does this affect me? Right. And, and that's all you have to worry about. So you can you can somewhat take more of a risk. But to have rallies to defy, like the fact that these people haven't been arrested yet blows my mind yeah like i haven't heard about any like reading those articles yeah. i haven't heard anything about any type of arrest or anything like that just any run-ins with like law enforcement or anything like that it's kind of just been i like, cannot imagine walking up those capital steps armed to the team and it being cool because i'm exercising my first amendment right yeah, when I saw that, I was just like, "Wait a minute!" And and he was strapped too, like. But but I'm not trying to dwell too much on that because to, to to me this episode is bigger than that. Um, I, I I just want people to always think, and and I hope we in the hundred episodes that we've done, I hope that everybody has um we provided insight. We provided thought-provoking opinions. We've we've done our best to make you sit here and say, "Damn!" Or even in the process of listening to an episode while we're having the conversation, you find yourself trying to interject as if you're sitting next to us. If we've done that, then we've done our job. Right. I'm gonna actually um like once once we wrap this conversation up, I'm gonna call Coop. Okay. I'm actually to do that now. So, yeah, yeah. One but you know, it's it's been a crazy ride. It's been a wild ride. You know, niggas was niggas have had great discussions. Niggas have had uh, giving insights, and like I said, this is this is our therapy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I, I don't I don't have these conversations on a daily basis. So when I get to come here and, and chat with you boys, and, and, and I know my, uh, I, I guess if you would deem it my character on the show, I'm the one that everybody's like, oh, here come this nigga. Always got to make us think about the serious shit. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's relevant. It's a relevant conversation. Like, it's always, sometimes, you know, we do have to, like, have that conversation and just have that balance, you know, like, Especially at a time like this when it isn't the brightest out, like you know, like it's, it's so, it, there, there just comes a time, you know, just right. when everything is going on the way it is. But I'm gonna try to call Coop real quick. I'm gonna actually put this on pause, and then that way we mm-hmm. can all be all on the phone at once. So give me just a second. All right.
you reached the voicemail earlier. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get to your call. Please leave your name and your phone number. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. Enjoy your day. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. All right, audience, what y'all are hearing right now is a very professional voicemail from Coop. <laughs> Coop, um, call me back when you can. We're recording episode 100. All right, peace. Okay, so Coop didn't answer. All right, so. Got it, Coop. <laughs> Hello. Yo, Trap Zeus. Yeah. All right, right now we are recording episode 100 of the No Static Podcast again. EP, what the hell <laughs> okay, is everybody here? <coughs> Trap Zeus, you there? Here. Okay. All right, LQ, you there? Of course, of course, of course. All right, cool. So, I mean, do we want to talk? Do we want to talk about anything on the document, or what? What are we thinking? Hold on. Say that one more time. I was saying, do we want to get into the the docket or what are we thinking? Yeah. Uh, you had two questions on there. Two things on there and that I want that I really want to get into. One of them being because of what today is. Right. And uh, for the folks who, you know, don't know, today is May the 4th, meaning today is Star Wars. So you've seen a lot of people going like, May the 4th be with you. As a play on, you know, the famous slogan, may the force be with you. And I remember me and Trap Zeus's first Star Wars Day, or at least the one when we had realized what Star Wars Day was. And by this time, we had seen the original trilogy. I can't even tell you how many times we had seen it. And never knew about it. Which I, which I realized is crazy, because I realized the first Star Wars is like, in like 1970-something. Right. And you don't get the last Star Wars until like mid-80s. And it's like... You think about that, and our first Star Wars day, our mom uh, takes us to a comic book store. I'm not sure if Travis just remembers this. She takes us to a comic book store, and you just see everybody with some sort of Star Wars memorabilia. Yeah. And it was the first time I seen a live replica of R2-D2. And that was just a magical moment for me. Because here's this thing that I've only seen on TV... And, and I know it's like this pivotal character, even though I've never heard it speak English. And here it is, right in front of me. I'm like six, seven years old. Right. And I'm like, holy shit, I can touch it. And I think, and I think the thing can move. I think I, I don't quote me on that. But I remember touching it, and for whatever reason, I got scared. Because <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And, and, you know, I'm one of the few people who say, hey, I love Star Wars. I also love Star Trek. 
Um, you'll see me argue more for Star Trek simply because I just think Captain Cisco had it the worst. Single black dad, you know, on the front lines of a war. On top of that, you also spiritual leader for an entire race. He had a lot of shit going on. <laughs> right. Exactly. But Star Wars, on top of the Fantastic Four, led me into what I considered my nerd journey. You know, especially with Star Wars. Star Wars, the whole thing, you can debate if it's about religion or not, but it's essentially it's about, hey, believing in yourself. Right. Believing in yourself to become who you are. And, and that's the entire the entire uh, saga for Luke in that first trilogy that we see. You right. Know? right. So, so I mean, be true to yourself, be yourself, all that. Yeah, that that shit. Yeah, and, and I don't know if it's if it's touched you guys uh, the way it has been. Like my kids actually love, and it's probably like poor parenting on my part. For some reason, my kids like the first trip, uh, the second trilogy, which is technically the first three chapters. But yeah, they like the second trilogy, and I think it's because you know. Um, updated special effects or whatever. But, you know, as they get older, they'll probably see, hey, this is some really subpar acting. (laughs) 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 You know, and, and, you know, thank God I got Disney Plus because they just released uh, Rise of Skywalker uh, today, so I'm definitely going to be watching that tonight. Have you, would it be your first time watching it or have you seen it already? My first time watching. Oh, I, I won't. I won't say anything about it. Thank you. <laughs> um, and and I know for a lot of people, they're like, "How the hell is Elk just now seeing this?" Uh, I didn't like the last movie. <laughs> uh, the last movie uh, completely left so much of a sour taste in my mouth. So I was like, "I wait. I can wait. We we live in the world where I can wait." To be fair, I, I agree with that just because it's a lot of critiques that I had, even like even when discussing The Last Jedi, just like kind of how like even from the beginning when they like kind of baited and this is probably going to jump into a whole nother discussion. But like what they did, even with episode, even with episode seven, which was um like going into episode eight, like what they did as far as like character development, like. I feel like they dropped the they dropped the ball when it came to Finn. Right. That was like one. That was one thing. Okay. Because okay, I'm I'm gonna just keep it a band. Finn is Jar Jar Binks. There, I said it. <laughs> really? He is the worst thing about the movie. Mm. I need a I need a hot take sound effect. Straight up, <laughs> like, 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 damn the continent. <laughs> Here's the shit that that fucks it up with, with Star Wars. If we're gonna really get into this, Travis, if you agree, you know a whole bunch of shit about Star Wars that happens in between the actual movies, right? Right. You have all this source material, right? Right. Why the fuck would you not include the source material in the movie? Hmm. 
Now that's up to the writer. That, that's something I don't understand myself, my brother. Bro, J.J. Abrams did seven and nine. J.J. Abrams, who fucking did two successful Star Trek movies, gave us episode seven, which, which I'll give to him. I tip my hat off to him. I actually love episode seven. I like episode seven. Episode seven. You have so much source material. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to blame him. I want to blame the guy who did episode eight. Because that, this guy was like, you know what? He, he just took he just took a little line. He was like, mm, fuck all this information that I got already. <laughs> whenever That's you, what he did. <laughs> whenever well, he basically did what the producers for Sharknado did. Yes. <laughs> Or Fast and Furious, but that's another conversation. That, 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 that's, he was one of those guys. It would not surprise me if we find out that he was in the Fast and Furious uh, writer's room. It was like, all right, guys, this totally worked in episode eight of Star Wars. Let me tell you what we're going to do. I would not be surprised at that. So J.J. Abrams had to be like, he was... It's, it's, it's almost like when you see like one of those matches when it was like a Rock and Mankind versus whatever tag team, and that tag team was like whooping Mankind's ass, and he's like struggling to get to the Rock. He's like, Rock, tap me out. And the Rock is like, you think Big Foley gives a damn how, how much you punch him? Big Foley can take a punch. And Mankind's like, Rock, tap me out. And that that's what I believe what happened with J.J. Abrams. I believe J.J. Abrams was like, what? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, you gotta let me know when you watch uh, when you watch episode nine. We we gotta have a even if it's off mic, we gotta have a conversation about that because I do want to yeah, know what you me, thought about. We will have that conversation tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. All right. So another thing about Star Wars, I'm, I'm upset this all happened because I did want to go to that um Star Wars like theme Disney park. Because yeah. that came out last August, so it's like, uh, I definitely want to see that in action. Mm-hmm. But what was the um? What was the other thing that you wanted to discuss on the list? Oh, when is it cool to bet your girl? Oh, okay. So because I, I, I saw the question and I was like, there's a background story to this, and I want to hear the background story. Oh yeah, I saw something on Twitter. And there was basically a debate going back and forth about, um, you know, as a man, is it okay to vent to to vent to your girl about anything? Kind of just like, kind of just like being, I guess, being open or being vulnerable, like as the male. I guess that was the that was the that was the counter argument. You just like at the end of the day, you are the the alpha male, and you know, like some there are times where your your partner can you know use that against you and see that as a sign of weakness that was kind of the argument okay the way i the way i see it you should be able to vent to your partner due to the fact that that's the person if you chose them that's who you select it to entrust your secret <laughs> and they're not supposed to extort that take advantage of that now you know that's up to you to know your person who you're dealing with and to trust and believe that they're gonna give you that you gotta have it for yourself too but knowing that you've been to somebody that you give a fuck about you you, you should it, it it's something that should happen that should be the norm 
where you shouldn't feel like you can't trust your significant other with your secret just because then who can you trust? All right. And then as a male, you know, if you vent to another male, okay, cool, you don't want it to sound like complaining. And it ain't complaining if y'all coming together to figure out a solution or you more so venting to not make a hasty decision that you know you'll regret. For example, in cases where you don't vent to your girl, it's you and your girl having your problem. And you might vent to your closest homeboy and say, hey man, you know, this is somebody that's neutral that is a mutual friend that will give me an unbiased opinion because they value both our friendship. So therefore, he's gonna hear my side of it, take it into consideration, but also keep me humble and let me know where I could be not seeing it from the other person's perspective, as well as whatever points that I might just be biased about that I'm not focused on. Right. And highlight those points to, you know, steer me clear of being an ego of thinking I'm in the right and I could also be just miss you know, it could be just some miscommunication. And what as you well as, or misunderstanding. And what you just said kind of just, you know, like even with even with my past situation, like it there did come a t- there did come times where, you know, I did have to like vent and kind of express myself to like and like how I was feeling. And there there was there were times where there was some gaslighting going on. So it was kind of like having so it's kind of like after that situation was done with it was kind of me just having to like center myself is like well what what is it that i can kind of you know like vent to my partner about or just like what's considered too much i guess or what's considered asking for too much or just like even for like simple things you know you kind of really tell kind of what what role you have and what information you tell to the other person just because you may you may feel like something may be said to where you well, let feel me like real quick because that that's when you initialize ground rules to alleviate that problem. Where, one, you establish the ground, ground rules to know what and when is appropriate to talk about these things, and if you're even comfortable enough to share with this person because they may not have your same point of view. They may not have your, um, you know, same insight on what it is you think. So, again, that's up to y'all as individuals because compromise and figure out what it is that y'all can share with each other and just know what level y'all going to share those type of things because progressively with time is when you open up more and share those more intimate secrets that you feel more once you feel more comfortable to share so right because that is something that it's a value of i don't want to give this to somebody that may not have me in the long run state of mind and then what if this person's missing you haven't figured that out and then it's be somebody that then leak your secrets and you don't want that. Right. So it's kinda like you you you, you gotta go through the building of trust first before you give that trust all the way. That way you don't have y'all both messed up in this situation. Right. I feel that. Um LQ you got anything you wanna add? Well I mean the thing about Travis is when he hits it on the head, he hits it on the head, but nigga, he can't really add add to that. Um, the only thing about it, I, I am concerned about uh, the rhetoric, about worrying about the person using it against you. Um, and, and I want to take the time to let our men, our male listenership, understand that 
it's okay to be vulnerable, period. Like, the one thing I realized, especially in my age group, is a couple of years ago, we were discovering that a whole bunch of shit that people taught was wrong. You know, um, in our interactions with women, how we view each other, how we view masculinity. And, and for a lot of us, we're still coping with the fact that the world is okay with men having emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I go above and beyond now with, with my boys, especially my youngest kids, be like, hey, what's wrong? Why are you crying? Versus, hey, your big boy, big boys don't cry. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they have they have to learn that it's okay to deal with their emotions. And if and we're talking about being worried about whoever you designate as your person using your venting as a weapon, and that means you're with the wrong person, just like Travis said. And I just want to um, add on to that. Um, not, I don't know if you was about to say anything else, but I didn't want to cut you off. Yeah. But um, I just wanted to add to that. Like, I it was never about like when that's in that discussion. It was never really about like what they could like what I never really worried about like what somebody can like say or use against me to somebody else is because like I don't I don't care personally. Like I just like I I'm already I have that preconceived notion in my head. Like if I do say something to somebody like you know women they 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 I expect them to have that group chat where they just let everything fly. Like I. I've learned. I've come to accept that in my life. So that's like Listen, not really something that I like really factor I mean, in. I, I am in several group chats with other men, and the thing that we all agree about is none of us ever want to see the group chat that our girls are in. Yeah, it's a it's a dark place. Because. Take, take for example, uh, way before you know me and my wife got serious, I was seeing this girl, and I was real fly with a couple of her homegirls, and she would tell me about that group. She said, "If you could see this the shit that we be doing in our group chat, she's like that shit is wild." So one day, me and her kicking it, and she's like, "Yo." see this shit so she lets me see the group chat they talking about how they be getting fucked they be screenshotting uh, conversations they be having with they niggas niggas sucks depending on how close the girls in the group chat are they will record themselves getting fucked just to send it to the other girls in the group chat when I say the female group chat is lit, and but then it comes to the point where you and that chick having a a, a, a disagreement. All right. When I say the capes are on, and not for you, my nigga, capes are not not on for you. You'll probably have like if the if the group chat is like five chicks. You'll have that one designated chick that will like, okay, let's pay attention to what he actually said here. Other than that, the remaining four, fuck that nigga, da 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 da. 
Listen. <laughs> and what's crazy is that, like, when they say that, like, they, they'll be, like, they'll, like, they'll just say something in the group chat. They'll be all in agreement, and then next thing you know, like, whoever they, whoever they with in person, they'll just be like, "Now this girl knows she wrong for that." Right. The, the, the shit that tripped me out is in the group chat. The girls be mad at the nigga, and they be like, "All right, y'all, we made up." He gave me some dick. I'm not mad no more. Or he fed me. I'm not mad no more. It's like some shit. It's like real simple. <laughs> exactly. Girl, I had gas. Shit <laughs> <laughs> like that. So, so yeah, like, listen, stay out of your girl's group chat. I wouldn't. That's all I can say. Yeah, nah, I wouldn't dare. Well, whatever. Whatever woman I meet or just whatever happens, like that's one place I'm not going. Unless you want your feelings hurt, guys. You want your fucking feelings hurt? Go ahead and go in girl phone. Go ahead. Go ahead and see what the group chat you popping like. Hey, they talking about. That's the ultimate. Hey, that's the ultimate go go through the that's the ultimate go through the phone and get hurt situation right there. Like, nah, that's playing with fire. Yo girl, bro chat. Yo girl's homegirls have seen your girl mo- naked more time than you, my nigga. But that's a fucking fact. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and co-sign on that one. All right, so <laughs> with, with that in mind, um, what was I about to say? What was I about to say? Did y'all hear the Drake project, the Dark Lane demo tapes project? I fucks with it. Yeah. Um. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that I don't like the song. I'm saying given the vibe of the rest of the album, I could have did without D4L. Uh, I'll agree. I, I will. I fought with D4L, but... And that's what I'm saying. The song, the, the song is great. The song is great. But given the vibe of the rest of the project, I could have did without it. I agree. It was, it was cool. I think my favorite song on that was Losses, though. Like, that was... That was album worthy to me. My my two favorite right now is the uh, Time Flies and the Pay Nineteen Ninety Three. I will admit, I will admit one thing, and this is gonna sound weird coming from me, but Playboy Cardi has been zero and two. Oh man! On, on the features. On that feature and that single he dropped, and I hate that. Damn. Okay, but we never did get to discuss it. Yeah, I didn't like the single. Uh, I might have to agree with you because I was like, that was a waste of a Playboy Cardi feature. Wow, I'm going to disagree with you guys. I actually fought with Cardi on that one. Interesting. I like his slowness and his speech on that one. Now, I'm trying to figure out why the fuck was Chris Brown on there if this nigga Drake was just going to turn his volume all the way down. <laughs> yeah, I, I just remember I was he- like I was hearing Chris Brown, but I wasn't hearing Chris Brown. Oh, he was doing the pooty tang shit. Right. This like, nigga Drake was in the studio was like, all right, check this out, check this out. Chris got off on that last one, so what we going to do, let me turn his volume down. All right, people, 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 trouble, trouble. We're going to bring the treble all the way to zero. Which is crazy. We're going to bring it to a low all. Which is crazy because Drake was stepping all over no guidance. Stepping on toes. Oof. 
But yeah, other than that, um, it was a lot of songs that on um, I like I like Deep Pockets before like before this project came out, I, I was hoping that that song would surface on a streaming platform, which it did. Um, I heard Chicago Freestyle, When to Say When, we heard Tusa Slide, Desires. But yeah, even the um for Florida with Love was dope. Yeah, definitely. Like that was one of them ones. I follow up from Florida. But yeah, I mean, what else have y'all been kind of listening to as of late? What have you been listening to? Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, just to just to keep it a, uh, a band, I'm on Royce, uh, the allegory. Okay. Um, I'm still in love with Pray for Paris, and Division's uh, new album, Amusing Her Feelings. I gotta listen. I gotta listen to the division. I heard some of it, but listen, the division album that's like straight up R and B. Yo, every time I listen to Pray for Paris, I always get stuck on um on Claiborne kick for some reason. Just that beat is just crazy to me. Like every time I listen to Pray for Paris, um, I think for me it's been it's been I've been listening to those um. Lil Baby dropped some extra songs on the My Turn project for the Deluxe Edition, which was, which are dope for the most part. Um, yeah, um, the Sauce Twins dropped the project, Sauce Walker, which was dope. Um, other than that, man, it's just been a, a wide variety of other things. Um, also, there's another project that is kind of a sleeper project. It's called um, it's called Angelic Hood Rap by Kenny Mason. Uh-huh. I would recommend that. That's pretty. It's it's some pretty diverse vibes on there, so I enjoyed that as well. But other than that, I mean, um, also Trouble dropped a project called Thug Love recently. Um, let me see. That was dope. I still listen to the baby from time to time. Um, if you really, really, really like like bars, like like Ari the Rugged Man dropped a project. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. Um, it's called All My Heroes Are Dead. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's pretty much it as far as rap goes. But For me personally, outside of um, that Drake, I've been listening to a lot of local artists from Jacksonville. You know, we got my boy Miles Grant. He's a rapper. Uh, Mike Major, he's a singer. We got Chris Baker, she's a singer. We got Brandon Evans, Biz Levin. He's uh, he got his album out, which is uh, The Grove. Got my boy Twine. He's a rapper. There's a couple of dope artists, man, that are awesome. Check to do that. So, like, a lot of people should check out. And, you know, they're up and coming, but a lot of talent, a lot of hunger is there. Right. Yeah, man. All right, so... So, with that being said, we, I'm going to go ahead and... um wrap this call up i gotta i gotta make some kind of do some more check-ins as well um how, how how's everybody spending single de mayo or is it just another day uh, uh unfortunately it's just another day yeah. unfortunately like you can't you can't go and do the thing that you really want to do so, I'm like, like and that's just crazy like single de mayo is on a taco tuesday and niggas is on phase one of reintegration into quote unquote normalcy. Yeah. 
Right. I might just get some tacos to go and like maybe get like a margarita or something and probably just chill and watch Hulu. <laughs> Shit, Hulu and chill, ain't wrong with that, my boy. Yeah, I'm gonna um, try to watch that. I'm gonna try to watch that show, Little Fires Everywhere. See how it is. I heard good things about that, so I'm gonna check that out. But any closing statements from y'all? Oh, I got something. When they open outside back up now, y'all don't go out there adding the food, act like you got some shit, like you'd have been outside before. You know what I'm saying? Get back to your regularly scheduled program, but also, you know, keep yourself and your loved ones close. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Me, just protect yourself, protect your loved ones. Um, Enjoy the little time that you do have before they're forcing us to return back to being drones. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, kind of, I can definitely, like, second and third what, um, what LQ and Trap Zoo said, but at the same time, man, just, you know, if you do plan on going back, if you do plan on, you know, going back and being out in the mix, um, just be safe, be smart, be careful. Um, if you do plan on staying in, continue to, you know, Continue to just be smart, be creative, like find that niche that you probably put down for a bit, pick it back up if you if you feel the motivation to. Or just like, you know, just try to if you if you're creative, like I said before, just you know, do that thing. But Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go. A hey, episode one hundred. Hey, appreciate y'all for, you know, for us having these conversations as always and we'll be back to it soon. Straight on. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Call ended. Okay. Hey, yo, yo. Miles, this is episode 100 of the No Static Podcast. Right now, it is just... Me and you talking. I just got off the phone with um LQ and Trap Zeus. How are you holding up? I'm doing just fine. Um, exhausted today, but in general, I'm keeping it together. Yeah, so we can do it in these times. Just keeping it together, keeping it solid. I couldn't. I, surprisingly, you you were the. Of uh, surprisingly, you weren't the one that I couldn't get on the phone. It was actually Coop. Coop has not been a part of this whole thing at all. Really? Yeah. Is he good? I mean, I hope so. He he tested me. He was <laughs> like, he te- he tested me this morning, and he was like, "May the fourth be with you, my nigga." And then I was decent. <laughs> and I was like, "I'm gonna call you later because we gonna record the podcast a certain way." And then I called, and he didn't answer, so we just we just kept it going. That sounds about right somehow. <laughs> Where where is the busiest man alive, aka your brother? Man, he's the only person that's busier than me right now. <laughs> I can believe it. Uh, he's the one keeping me busy. Um, he in and out of shoots and, and and work calls and and up and down this empty streets. You know, doing the same thing he was doing before, but with less people around. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, is he like actively like doing that like right now? Uh, this second, there's no way of knowing. I got off the phone with him a couple hours back um, for a different call. I'm actually supposed to be part paying attention in this um this creative meeting, uh, but it's all the same stuff in general. Where you you listen to someone talk about what they're doing, and then you say what you're supposed to be doing, even if you aren't doing it to the fullest of your capabilities, and you move on. That's where we at. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of good that y'all kind of you know keeping keeping the creative thing in these times. One thing I always try to drive home is you know if you are a creative at the, during these times, just continue to do that thing. So I agree. It's always good to you know. I want I want to try to call Jordan just to just for like a split second just to see if he'll pick up. Right. <laughs> but that's like a that's like a kind of test your luck kind of thing. Even though I do kind of want to check in on him because he was he was one of the day ones. So I kind of just been trying to like get in contact with all of them. Right. But hold on one second. I'm gonna try this. This won't take long. Right. Yo, yo. Oh, snap. Wait, Jordan. Wait, Jordan. Am, am, am I talking to Jordan in real time? <laughs> oh, shit. Am I, I just need to know. Am I, am I talking to Jordan in real time? <laughs> oh, wow. We got Jordan on the phone. Oh, man. That's, that's crazy. What we got ambush is this? We got oh, Jordan in true. real time. Episode 100. No static podcast. <laughs> oh, the, the big one hundo. Yo, we have the busiest man alive in real time. Oh my Good god! <laughs> How you holding up, man? Bro, I'm good, man. Everything's everything's blessed, man. How y'all doing? I'm just hanging I'm on in there. I'm tired. Come on. <laughs> huh? I said, who all online right now? It's just me and you, and then 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 then. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, in this car? What? All right. Yeah, I was even I was even telling Miles, I was like, I'm gonna try my luck and see if I can get Jordan to answer the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hope for the I, best. I answer, I answer phone calls on really bad with text though. Understandable, I can believe that because I still haven't got my picture from, from first Friday in March. No, yeah, you you right, you right. And I'm gonna get that to you. I'm gonna get that to you. Oh man, hey, it's funny. Hey, it's it's real good. It's real good to hear from you, man. For real, like. Likewise, how you doing, man? How you been? I'm hanging in there. Just you know, try just trying to keep keep my creative side flowing. Just kind of kind of working from home and trying to like really get back in my creative bag like I wasn't really able to before when I was actually on the move all the time, so. Yeah. Now, I feel you, man. I see, what is the show, like, 267 or something? Nah, this is 100. Hey, 100. Wow, you lying. Yeah, this is episode 100. <laughs> what, are the, what are the odds that I, I picked up to be on show 100? 
Yeah, this was the milestone. I would have I would have felt bad had you not answered. Even though I would have I would have expected it, but I would have been like, dang. Jordan was on episode <laughs> one. He was the he was one of the day ones. And now yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nah, that's dope, bro. I'm honored, bro. I'm, I'm hella honored, bro. Yeah, for real, man. <laughs> yeah, we so definitely what y'all talking about today. Um, we kind of chopped it up for the most part. Like, what what was on the docket? I mean, we kind of got like, we kind of just I'm kind right now. I'm kind of just in there, like just chopping it up with people phase right now. Um, I mean, I don't know if y'all do have like a favorite since it is May the Fourth. We all have like a favorite Star Wars movie. I don't remember if y'all are into Star Wars or not. If we've had that conversation. I'm into Star Wars. That's my stuff right there. Yeah, I'm into Star Wars. I haven't seen the latest ones because it's trash. And I'm trying to like not take that bias into like my opinion of the movie, but right. it's really hard when every Star Wars something is trash. Fair enough. I won't. I won't. I won't add or comment anything on that because I have seen the newer movies, and I don't want to yeah. contribute to said said slander. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of. I don't know, like anytime like people like have like a, a old love. Based on like a nostalgic feeling, and like something new comes out, I just feel like they automatically it's trash because it's like made in like new time. So like anytime they remake something new, like Pirates or what's what's yeah. something like they do, like Lion King or Aladdin, it's just like oh like the production could have been amazing. It's right. like, oh, this is trash. It's not the same. <laughs> looking at it like objectively, but I don't know. Right, like there is no objective opinion in in that. Jordan, while I do have you on the phone, I do want I do want to know because you probably one of the main people that I did want to talk about this with from the beginning. How did you feel about the Childish Gambino album? Oh man, me being a diehard Gambino fan, bro. I'll be honest, I went into this with, of course, natural bias, bro. Like, there's not a lot of things that like he can ever do wrong, and like I'll. I'll honestly be like, oh, this is trash. Um, overall, I would probably give the album, honestly, like 7.5 for like an 8. Like, this story in it to me is amazing. You know, his, his use of like ambient sounds is just like, just like different little samples where there's like a baby or like his son and just other things that just like tell a bigger story to me. Like, I thought that was genius and it, and it made me feel amazing. Like, when I listened to the album, I was with Miles in Daytona. Um, when he first put it on the website, he was streaming, and I cannot stop like letting it like loop on the website just to listen to it. Like it was that fire. But I would say after about five listens, truth be told, there's only a handful of songs that I listen to now. To. Yeah, like I listen to and like I put like in any type of rotation. I think like it's twelve thirty eight, yeah. um, time, and then four nineteen. Yeah, and then like the, the one song where his son is at the end, I can't listen to that one all the way through like all the time, but the end with his son, that just felt like such a powerful moment yeah. for me. And for like like me knowing him before all of this and to see him like kinda grow and have a family and kinda like talk about that in a way that I feel like a lot of artists don't talk about it. Because like he said in interviews before, like like he's a father but from what it sounds like he's not or he wasn't as present as he wanted to be, like in the past, just because like everything that's going on. Right. So to hear like the connection that he has with his son through the music, and to hear like how genuine it was, was just like really refreshing. And like I, I did ass almost started crying, bro. I almost started crying. So 
beautiful project overall. Like every time he does something, he gets better. But as far as like the replay back, um, just naturally as you begin to get more into like stories and like music that has like concepts tied to it, you kind of shy away from like music that you're able to like replay over and over again. But like, there's not many movies you'll watch like a thousand times. Right. Unless like they're like. I would compare like movies like that to like pop songs, like pop songs, like they just have like a certain feel to it where you can just listen to it and feel good. But you're not gonna listen to like a story about some kid getting shot or some shit like every fucking day, you know? Yeah. I got the point. It's just like <laughs> I don't, I don't like necessarily need that. So overall, bro, I love it. But speaking objectively, like in what I feel, like seven point five eight. That's fair. I can agree with that. Um, Twelve thirty eight was my favorite track on that personally, but I did like, that, like as far as replay value, what you just described is how I do feel about certain albums. And this might, this may be kind of a controversial opinion, but like to pimp a butterfly is probably an example of that. While it is great, but it's just kind of like you know, it's just one of those things where it's like it's great when you hear it, but it's like you know, as far as going back to it, while it is a great story, it's like. It was just a great story. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I can see that for sure. But. What were your thoughts, Miles? Oh, you pretty much summed it up nicely. Um, in general, it was a good album. I enjoyed it. Um, he got a couple of listens out of me. And there were songs where you can tell he wanted to make them so that people could go back to. But then there are other songs where he made them because he wanted to make that song. And so there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same yeah. time, it's like you don't make a frisbee to eat off of. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you yeah. could, but like that's not what it's made for. Right. Yeah. Also, Miles, yeah. I gotta I gotta give you props because you low key kind of put me on that um that anxiety that the anxiety project with Willow and Tyler Cole. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's a dope one. That's a dope one. Yes, sir. Willow's been doing a thing in silence. Well, certain crowds enjoy it, but she she's not getting enough credit in my book. Yeah, well, Willow's Yeah. Nah, sure, she's definitely not. Yeah, she's grown a lot. She both of them have in different ways, and it's kind of beautiful to see. I think what's been interesting though is like seeing how like their relationship, like to their father. It's like transforming like the relationship between like Trey and like Will. Like I watched like this little video. They kind of like talked about like past issues they had, and of course like they talk about it on a red table talk. But when you look at like Will Smith and like his family, you see like him Jada, and it's like Jaden and Willow. And then it's like yeah, oh shit, like oh yeah, Trey technically was like his first kid. Like not even was, technically, like, he just yeah, like, was. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody thinks of him first, but I think like he's done a really good job of you know repairing that relationship and not letting you know the media and the outside world influence um, not only like the way that they're seen, but the way they operate as a family. Right. Because they go through shit too. We don't. I don't think we know half of what they are going through. Of course, being as celebrities, but I'm saying yeah. I don't know. I just know it's difficult. Yeah, but I can't help but feel it. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I, I ain't gonna keep y'all. I just definitely wanted to kind of, you know, check in, see what was up. Um, did y'all have anything y'all wanted to add while we while we on the phone? No, I'm, I'm you know, start pull apart for now, forever. 
Please. Yeah, man. I just want to say that my name is Nas here. Trump is the best. Um, you should suck dicks because they're amazing. They mm. taste great. Um, I do think COVID. I'm not gonna go that far. I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> but I want to. I know because I know Miles has been shitting on me on this podcast for years. All right. <laughs> or, yeah. Yes, two years at this point. It has been two years. <laughs> so, nah, I'm cool. I appreciate y'all like calling me in for this amazing show, especially on the um, the hundredth one. Yeah, man. Here's to a hundred more. Yes, sir. But, all right, y'all. Y'all be cool. Uh, we definitely gonna try to, you know, one of these days try to get it to where we can all, you know, like chop it up on another episode or something. Yes, sir, brother. Let me know. Uh, oh. <laughs> hey, most definitely. Hopefully, you pick up. Hey, because I, because I, okay, one thing, one thing, I, I'm gonna let you know now, Jordan. I don't call for nothing. I know. So like when I so like when I call, you should already know what what, what time I'm on. Like it's, it's yeah. I was just like I don't remember you calls from Dennis. So I was like, like something going on. He needs something or like it's important. Yeah, and this was definitely one of those things. Yes, sir. But all right, y'all. Uh, I'll talk to y'all later. Hey, good, good talk, good talk, good talk. All right, yes, sir. Y'all be easy. All right, peace. Yeah. Call ended. All right, y'all. This was episode one hundred of the No Static Podcast. Um, this was done in a kind of. I think this went a lot better than I expected it to. I would say. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I hope y'all, you know, enjoy you know what we do coming up in the future. Um. And thank y'all for, you know, being a part and listening and for it getting as far as it did. And just hopefully, you know, hey, we can get in 100 more and just, you know, continue to just have those talks every week. Because I enjoy doing it all the time. And I and I missed it, too. I'll be honest. Like, my, my Mondays did not. Because we usually record on Mondays. And my Mondays didn't feel the same, like, not doing it, you know. So, I feel great about it, you know. And... Again, my my closing statements aren't really closing statements aside from anything I've said, but just thank you, you know, and hey, just hope y'all continue to keep listening. We'll, we'll definitely be back with we'll definitely be back with more content and just you know, like, rate, review, share, worship. I mean, I ain't really have my crowd ripped with me, but it's all good. But yeah, just definitely you know, be careful out there. If you if you're if you're a Florida citizen and you kind of notice like things are opening up slowly, just be careful, protect yourself, protect the people around you. Um, check on your people who who did who prefer preferred to stay inside and just didn't want to get out into the mix of all that. Just make sure they good, you know. Just continue to just continue to keep contact with them. Not only you know making sure they're good but at the same time you know just making sure that you're good as well and just doing all the necessary things that you got to do to you know come up at, at such a, a trying time you know but I ain't gonna hold y'all for too long um no static podcast again episode 100 your host Dennis signing out peace